welcome back to part two of our 2021 podcast. Without further ado, let's hand the mic back to Magic Mike Christie. And that's when I'm going to go away. It was another one that like, completely fucking surprised me. I didn't even think I was even going to like it. And before it even came out, it was kind of been, it had a bit of a meme kind of to it. Was the uh, House of Gucci? All right. It's uh, when you show me your picks. This is an interesting one, but I haven't seen it. I don't know. know. I don't know anything no. about the story. It's a, uh, a surprise because of the fact that like you got like Ridley Scott that directed it as well. Aye, and. Again, I didn't think I would have liked it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no clued up on the whole Gucci fucking shit like that, you know. Yeah. But when you watch it, it fucking it tells the story. It takes you on a journey for two and a half hours. Aye. And it was fucking really, really enjoyable. I think it was just because of like the actors that were involved. Because like Adam Driver becoming like faster becoming like one of my favorite actors. Like I will watch yeah. pretty much. A lot of shit he what he's in. Mm-hmm. I I forget he's in it. I, when I hear House of Gucci, I know right. It's Lady Gaga and Jared Leto in a fat suit, and I'm just like <laughs> Jared Leto in a fat suit, and I'm just sitting staring. I wouldn't be able to get past that. I think. I mean, like his character is obviously like he's obviously over the top. You kind of wonder if he's doing it on purpose. Well, that, well, that's it. It's another true story, isn't it? Aye. So these they'll be all playing real people. Yeah. And I mean, he's probably one of the one of the best in the but I think him and like Al Pacino were really good in it because they're so. El uh, Jaraleto plays Al Pacino's son, and it's just fucking honestly the story. Because you get like it's all about so what's that again? Fucking so Lady Gaga's like a fucking a wee mini like a family that runs like the mafia, slightly mafia okay type business, and she just. Happens to meet fucking Adam Driver's character come out was like Fabrizio fucking uh, Gucci. Like he's not wanting to be like part of the Gucci. Like family wants to do like his own stuff. Yeah, and he feels that he's being forced because his his dad's played by Jeremy Irons. All right. Like I mean, he's not in the film for long. Aye. But Jeremy Irons is actually really good in it as well. Hmm. Um, and he kind of sees through Lady Gaga a wee bit. It's like ah, like can like. She's wanting you for your money and all mm-hmm. that, and it kind of like he is kind of right with this, kind of gets done it that way. But then nice. it's just it's it's her like her slow fucking decline into like fucking like like betrayal and all that. Right. But you get fucking Jared Leto, who's just you kind of wonder if he's trying to play it straight, but you can't help but laugh at some of the stuff. Like <laughs> like his accent as well. His accent's fucking class. It's a bit weird. Like he accidentally sends Al Pacino to jail for like fucking like money fraud or something and he's like he's like and like he's asking he's like every time I'm looking at his photo I can only think I'm like bending over and picking up the soap <laughs> and he's like crying and honestly it is it is so fucking funny because like he's trying to like be part of the Gucci family but then he's in fucking like like clothesline and all that right. and they're fucking horrible <laughs> and, uh, and like they, they bring they bring them to the house at one point to show them all these designs and they are fucking terrible mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just like oh it's fucking it's definitely worth a watch yeah. it's like I will I'll, I'll like when it hits streaming or something I'll check yeah, it out like the fucking like the, 
music's pretty good in it as well, and like even like the fucking some of the cinematography. And I always forget that it's Ridley Scott that's done it. They've done it. Yeah. I was um, kind of torn between putting this and the last year when I thought the last year was a wee bit. Oh, aye. Shit, that came out this year as well. A wee bit merrier. Again, it's Adam Driver as well. <laughs> and that's, again, but that's a harder fucking subject to kind of talk about because of the way everything goes on. But I think mm-hmm. House of Gucci is kind of a bit more a uh, lighter. Yeah. For me to go about. And mm-hmm. I mean, it does. It, I feel like that's got to be like a, a big chunk of Oscar bait this year. Just a true story, like I Lady reckon, Gaga, like, I reckon, Adam like Driver. costume design and all. I mean, like, uh, well, yeah, aye. I mean, I, I would happily, I would, I'd, right now, I'd probably happily give it to fucking Adam Driver. <laughs> Sorry, childish me. I was like, I would happily <laughs> give it to, and in my head, he's like, he's gonna say Lady Gaga. <laughs> but then, like, when I think about the film, I think about how it was a good film, but my cinema experience was a bit shit. All oh, right. Because we went to the Kino Glenrothes and it was on screen three, which is the smallest room oh, in the yeah, building. just like a big telly. And they were showing you to your seat. So there was, fair enough, that screen only got about four or five rows. Mm-hmm. So there was the first row where there was a couple of fucking like teenagers at the corner. And then there was a row that was empty. And then there was a row behind. But they put us on the end of the row with the teenagers. And just through the film, they were fucking giggling whenever there was folk shagging and all that. And it's just, right. and it's like talking and they're on their phone. And I'm just like, and I'm like, can, can somebody not just want to go and fucking say something? Yeah. Mm. You want to go out and buy some hot chocolate, don't you? Just like, <laughs> you got any cups? Aye. Because <laughs> there are a couple of mugs in there that need them. <laughs> oh, and it's like, it fucking annoys me when folk do that. Like, can just. Well, when we went and saw like Rambo, like, was it, was it the last Rambo? What's the what's the name Aye. of it? Last blood. Last blood, and it was like me and you, a couple other groups, and there was like two lassies that obviously just didn't want to be walking about the streets on like a Friday night. And said, "Fuck it, we'll go watch it." And they're sitting taking selfies, like during the fucking Aye. third act, and like, and I think they they done a couple. And I was like, done what they needed, and that was them. But I was like, you're not the, the demographic for this. Yeah. I would like to be proved wrong, and they could be like diehard fucking Rambo fans with Stallone tats and fucking put me in my place but still just like why are you going to like okay obviously like to post a picture like, oh we're at the pictures I do it all the time like me and my kids uh, yeah. like, there's times I but you did before the film exactly you're just sitting there look yeah, when folk forget they've got the flash on and then obviously the fucking flash like three yeah. rows the in corner of the hall that. lighting up going vroom, vroom. <laughs> like oh there was whilst there was no folk flashing during the film but Spider-Man like obviously it's a long film, about two and a half hours in. Like couple, like a couple started getting restless, like talking, and they're just as soon as somebody like laughed during a serious scene, the other side of the hall, shh, like razor sharp shush, and just like whoosh, silence for the rest of it. Like somebody was like, "You are not spoiling this for me." <laughs> We're having a heartfelt moment. Someone stabbed Toby. <laughs> well, like, it was the same when I went and seen. Quiet Place too. There was a couple that came into the film, maybe fifteen minutes into the film, mm-hmm. and like just fucking like talked, but like kind of whispered obviously. But like we're just like whispering through the whole film, and I was like, "Can why do you go and pay money to go and see a film if you want to sit and, and fucking talk all the time?" Yeah. Those films in particular, because they're they're it's almost like majority of the films in silence. If somebody walks in with a big sharing bag of Doritos, like I'm not gonna hear anything. Right. <laughs> I never seen the second one at the cinema, but I seen the first one. And the sound is a huge, like you say, it's Aye. a huge thing, right? Because it's just 
total silence for everybody. Any slightly noise that's going to throw you off. Because yeah. the film has just got a fucking jumbo bag of Doritos and a bag of and all that. There yeah. <laughs> would be the first to go in that world. <laughs> I just honestly, like, I fucking like can like like fought that purposely fucking do that like deserve their own special place in hell. And uh, there's a cinema waiting in there for that. That is, that is, Jared Leto <laughs> in full makeup. Uh, on to your final. Aye, I forget. It's been hard to fucking pick four this year, mm-hmm. and I've said to you, like there's so many films that I've. There's only been a couple of films that I've gave like five stars or four and a half. There's been so fucking many that I've gave like four. Yeah. And all that. And I mean, like this one's been out, this one's been in, fucking other ones have been in and out and that. But I think because I kind of actually think about it more or less every day right. and I listen to the fucking soundtrack almost like every day on the bus and I, like, I think Halloween Kills is one that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And I, you know, even though it's a bit, you know, iffy. So it's kind of got sequel syndrome always the middle movie like Aye, we're going into it knowing you're not getting a resolution to this one you know uh, that there's a third part next year so you're just going to find out right what's going to happen in the middle yeah it's my I, mindset anyway and because the like they pushed it back a year as well of course yeah. and I because I was like I was obviously booked up to go to fucking Florida in October and go and see it and all that oh, and right. then obviously we fucking cancelled it and stuff so, I wasn't as hyped for this one as what I was like for the one in twenty eighteen, like twenty one eighteen, like fucking that consumed me. The hell of twenty eighteen, like yeah, that was the film I wanted to go and see the most. Aye, and I think it kind of made for better view because I wasn't overly anticipating it. Right. Okay. Like when the f- when they put that like the main trailer out in the summer, I was like, Ken, I was like, I've seen enough, and then. Again, trailers are fucking ruining everyone nowadays. So <laughs> like, there are trailers like a week before a film comes, like half the films in it. So, I was Final trailer. Like, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Like, I think, I think fucking the the uh, flashback scenes like probably the best thing in the film. And the flashback scenes were perfectly fucking done. The flashback scene was the one at the start was Aye. fucking awesome. Way fake Donald Pleasance. Aye. Um, I was fucking. I wasn't too sure at that at first, and then I went. Like, I thought it was, and then the more and more I looked, and I was like, "Kent, it's actually really good." Because the guy, it was a guy that got a makeup, uh, and I, and like, I mean, his accent's a wee bit thingy, but you're not really going to care. But I think the guy that got to play like younger Myers was really good. Like, it had that feel. Uh, it had that old fucking carpenter seven eight feel, and I, and I mean, like when I text you, who like because it was Jim Cummins with the. One of the policemen mm. in it, and like I text you, and you're like, "Who's that?" And I like, fucking I don't tell you who that was. I was quite surprised when I seen him show up. Yeah. And again, like fucking like, it was that old fucking like score that kind of got me with it. Yeah. Uh, the 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 scenes where it showed you him back in the the, the night uh, for the first one, I thought they were really good. Like. Yeah. The thing I liked about Michael in this one too is he was. He kind of doesn't really date in much of the other films, but he's quite playful. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, if you think the first film, Kenny's like puts a fucking white sheet and everything on it. Kenny's yeah. like, it's like a, it's like a child almost. Uh, um, and they did in the, I suppose, two thousand eighteen, where they carved the, the sort of jack o' lantern into the policeman's 
head. Aye, that was pretty cool. Um, but I liked like, like when he was killing, I think it was maybe the first two sequels, isn't he? Oh, the couple. The and he's like, he's like placing the knives. Ah, yeah. And I just find it very sort of playful and just like, oh, look, that, that like, goes there. Like that this one, one that's that one. so good. <laughs> Yeah. That one doesn't feel quite right. I'll try this one. I quite like that. Kind of, was kind of, I feel Michael needs a an air of uh, playfulness to him. And I mean, like, it is fucking, like, the, it is proper brutal. Like, although, if you get that when it cuts back to the fucking, the scene with the, the fire brigade go to the house and all that. And Aye. to be fair, like, and, like, I was like, for years I was always wondering, like, how he survived. And I never fucking thought about the gun, like, shelter bit. Aye. I never thought about that that fucking he got in there mm. but again like he just happily fucking takes apart like it's it's when you fucking you see him walking down the stairs and he's walking along and like the guy's got the fucking hose and he's hosing him and I'm like mate I would have been the fuck out of there like <laughs> like I would have been the fuck out of there one thing I did think this is just me coming he's in that sort of gun shelter but I thought I was talking about heat like when I see somebody in the film I'm like oh, that'd be really hot or that'd be really cold uh, I was watching that I was like that'd be stuffy in there like they like, like a sauna almost like I just, metal as and well. the fact that he's wearing the mask I was like that's, that'd be brutal like see if I'm watching Superman or that and he's flying I'm like why is it not cold that it would be flying up there <laughs> it's like if it'd be hot and cold and they fucking like it but yeah. uh, that bit I just thought that'd be suffocating in that mask and that yeah. fucking metal shitter and that which has nothing uh, to do with the rest of the film but I just really bothered me that bit when I see it uh, uh, but I mean I like can a lot, of, a lot of the stuff about this film is like, you know, like that, that is total kill heavy but if you're going to call a film Halloween Kills it's going to have to be kill heavy yeah, you know? right. and I mean he, he, like, he, he, he doesn't fuck about either like, the thing I like about the fact that he's like he's always that one step ahead of everybody no matter fucking like no matter how how badly you think a situation you've got him in mm-hmm. like he's always one step ahead it's like the reintroduction of like all the, the characters from the past like Tommy Doyle and they, they get a gang together to go find him in the streets and it's that sequence where right we've got him and it's like oh he's got to get his toys and it's like oh Tommy got 10 out like a punk it's like oh, yeah he's like, had, yeah. like he's already he's, like, he's got to have like this there's going to be a fight between these Aye. two and then it's like it's like you may as well just fucking tripped up and fell into the knife and it's mm. like ah oh, right enough you had like the the black couple at the bar uh, that was like, oh, these could be our, our characters that we follow. And then 10 minutes later, you see them getting taken out. And uh, that, how does the wife get, the, the woman get killed? <laughs> There's no like... Uh, he kicks the door into her and she uh, shoots herself in the head. Uh, that's <laughs> and I, like that. I, I, mean, I mean, that got a fucking laugh in the cinema. The one thing I got for that Hill film is Nathan and Had- Haddonfield could fucking aim a gun like... Aye. Everybody in that film, that hell sequence when they're in the car and everything, it's just like, he's a raw shite. But as, as like people are all like, when I, I watch fucking folk on YouTube and all that, and they're like, where did this lassie go when she jumped out the car? Like, she disappeared for like a minute, minute and a half, and then comes back and just starts fucking unloading the Desert Eagle at fucking Michael and that, and he's just like, nah. It was like that very Pulp Fiction where like, they just missed him, it's just all random, kind of like, just like, Seriously, he's fucking. But it was, uh, it was Lin- Lindsay Wallace survived, eh? is that right? Ah, yeah, she was the only but one. Ev- that... Everybody else, Nurse Marion uh, and that, dies. I think my, my like one of the like made happier moments from the fact that fucking Hawkins is still alive. Like I was fucking pissed. I was pissed when he got killed in yeah, the twenty eighteen one, especially he was killed like in like a bitch pretty much. Aye. Yeah, like almost as angry as what it was with Boba Fett and Return of the Jedi. 
<laughs> and I'll, I'll never forgive fucking George Lucas for that. Like, but now nah, I was fucking happy to see Hawkins like survive. Um, as well, like, I think like the fucking like John Carpenter scoring this film is just like there's so much. There's actually a lot of good fucking tracks in it. Like, uh, it's got a right fucking like grungy fucking nineties like rock kind of aesthetic to it. A lot of the tracks anyway. Um. And like it's really like fucking, I mean, I can the whole like evil dies tonight hang has like completely been blown way of proportion and all that, and it's just it pretty much took care of the film. Like we might as well just call the film that. Like when they all got to the hospital uh, and they thought he was there, and fucking cunts were jumping at Wendy's like. Oh, when was... it was the other escape mental patient. For yeah. The first, well, the, the I, I thought that it was getting a bit carried away at that point, uh, but I guess it kind of had to. Have that in the uh, story anyway. I think but. what I did is, well, obviously, as a form, you're not supposed to look into like much like this, but like when they're in the bar at the start and they bring up like the fucking mug shots of like fucking Michael and other folk and all that, uh, and it's like, you know what he looks like, you know what he looks like, like you can, that's not going to be him, mm-hmm. you know, so why would you waste all that time? Aye. I'll, I'll be the person in the crowd go, listen, listen, it's, it's not, some, someday listen to me for, because they're just like, God, you're, you're, I can, you're all seeing red, but fucking take a minute. <laughs> and it's like fucking, like, they just, they made, like, the the role of Tommy Doyle would just be an absolute fucking prick. Yeah. You mm. know, like, it ended up becoming just really, like, unlikable. And I said, like, you know what, if he died, I'm, I'm not going to be bothered. No, I've, I've not seen that, like, Five, six, and whatever, and not in a wee while. Was Paul Rudd playing Tommy Doyle? Ah, uh, he played. Uh, in this. Hmm. To be honest, I fucking I was never a fan of the Thorn the Thorn trilogy. No, like, I just no. thought they were. It was blowing way fucking. Like I thought it was just, it was stupid. Ken? I agree. Yeah, uh, I mean I, I quite like four. Uh, Apart from the mask. Oh, the mask is fucking terrible. Uh, I didn't like five and six. Um, Five's like the most fucking... Like, the only reason that I fucking bought, like, the Scream Factory 4Ks of them was because I want to see that alternative vote on my fucking number five. Yeah. And that was, like, the only reason. And, I mean, six was just because I was fucking... I've got two different cuts there. It's like a producer's cut, which... The ending's fucking stupid. Aye. And all that, with the runes and all that. Aye. And then you've got the normal cut, which is... Arguably, like, as bad. A lot of folk prefer the producer's cut, but I didn't particularly uh, care for I any of them. Like, the last, the last twenty minutes, it's just really dull. One thing I did like in Halloween Kills is because I'd kind of thought about it before the the, the previous one. As I kind of what the line of dialogue is or something, but it kind of gets addressed the fact that Michael isn't gone after Laurie. Aye. Um, because she's like, "Oh, he's coming for me. He's coming for me." It's like, well, he doesn't actually give a fuck about you. Uh, it wasn't coming for you. He kind of got took to your house. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of um, glad they fucking. And they kind of addressed that, and I can't even what it got said, but it was like, you're not that you're not that important to him. Uh, He's more important to you than you are to him. Uh, I did at the end where it looks like he's going to get his toys. I did think if they kill him, that'll be fucking very interesting. Aye, because I thought uh, if they do that, that's going to be something totally different. Like aye, like I that like we fluttery like fucking fear like and if they do kill him like what are they going to do with the third one uh, I just thought they've never can to hear planned like this mm-hmm. if they kill him they've got some big balls like uh, and it's, um, fact, uh, as well the fact that like it's like a standoff between the hill and him and you're thinking 
can that's actually quite clever because it's never been done yeah. before. I mean, fair enough, he's been up against a couple of polis in there, but he's not been against like fucking 30, 40 folk. And then when he just somehow gets back, he just fucking wades through them like nothing. Yeah. But I mean, like, I fucking. I thought that like, the last 30 minutes were fucking. I thought it was a really good final act. Like, going back to his childhood house. I mean, Pear fucking Big John and Little John were pretty funny. Ah, right? they were good. They were good, like. And again, you're on a bit like being playful. He placed them the way they look like in their marriage photo. Aye. Uh, and uh, albeit they're, you know, missing certain body parts and all that. Uh, I like it when he does stuff like that, like. Aye. Uh, there's an extended cut coming out. Aye, uh, um, the morning. I should hopefully have that in the morning. I think, an alternative I ending too. Aye, I've seen, I've not seen it, but I've seen Photo Tom about it. And like, apparently the director, they were going green, says that he actually prefers this ending to the, the one they've shot. I thought... I, like, I was I think I was more anticipating the ending of this one than what I was the whole film I thought can is that it's always going to lead up to the third one it's going to have to be a really big fucking cliffhanger and I mean it wasn't overly big but then apparently new it's supposedly this new one's going to be set four years mm-hmm. after like what they're going to do like is can where like, where's he going to be where's Laurie going to be where's fucking you know so I'm kind of interested to see what they do with that one but again I was actually like Quite surprised by how fucking much I enjoyed it, considering I wasn't overly, like, anticipating it. Yeah. And again, it was a film I've fucking been wrestling with for fucking ages, like, like, should it be there, should it no? Because I, I always think of that fucking standoff scene, like, almost every day. I think how fucking great it is. <laughs> so, aye, that's pretty much fucking the four of these. Cool, man. Um, the only part, I, I mean, I've I seen it... I, Shortly after it came out, and the only part I can remember is just the terrifying thought of like those three kids that were being dicks in the park, and then like one of them disappears, then another disappears, and like what's happening to these kids? And it was not a shot where he's carrying like a severed head. Aye, and you're like, it has to be one of the bears, like yeah, these fucking. Aye, aye, because it was all. Well, it is all from. It's the same night. As Halloween, I'm aye. trying to remember it right now. Because you've seen the masks in, mm. in the first film. Aye. Because no, the black couple in the bar, they were, you've seen them when he'd, when they done that shot in the 2018 one where he goes for house to house. Yeah. And the couple in the doctor's uniform were going in the car. Ah. Because uh, there was rumour that they were going to be the... The parents of the sassy the black wee, kid. The, yeah, the wee black kid. And the wee kid was like, nope, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hang is like, oh, if I fucking hated the fucking, like, the humour. How dare you fair, be I funny. I didn't mind the humour in this one either. And you know, there was some funny bits, mm-hmm. you know. I, 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 I laughed at the bit with the, the first couple that comes to and they've got the wee drone. Mm-hmm. They drive yeah. into the bathroom and they just fucking throw the drone out. <laughs> <laughs> I like all that shit. Like, humour doesn't have to be fucking... Mm. as bad as what they say it is right okay so my top four I have the the film Nobody mm. the shit I've already forgotten his name Bob Odenkirk yes his fucking like sleeper agent John Wick style movie where he absolutely destroys a bunch of cunts on a bus that's brilliant just it just kind of it comes across as like right. He's like this every man. He's he's got a wife, two kids. He's kind of worn down by his job. He's surrounded by idiots. And then one night, 
during a fucking break in, he kind of has a moment and they get away and he's, the family look at him like he's weak. And it's no until like he's on that fucking bus and it, it just, not snaps, but it just clicks and says, fuck it, can what? And then just destroys all these people. And it's just like, I reckon I wasn't expecting, even though I'd, like, the fucking poster is his face covered with a bunch of fists in his face, like getting his pus punched in. So he should have known that he's going to be put through a lot. But mm. the fact that it does turn into like this John Wick style of of violence and say, like, oh, I fucking, yeah, Bob Owen and Kirk, oh, you fucking batter all these Eastern European types. I can't quite remember uh. their origin. But it was like surprisingly badass. Even Christopher Lloyd as his dad's. It's like, uh, man, this like... film's ticking all the boxes. This is fucking brilliant. I mean, have you both seen it? Aye. Um, yeah. This almost made it onto my top four list as well. Aye. I thought this was fucking great. Again, over the top violence. Yeah. Ticks all the boxes for me. Uh, my pal described it as John Wick for dads, um, <laughs> which I was like, aye, I could love with that. But uh, aye, it was just like fucking, again, like I said, I love this over the top sort of violence, cartoon sort of stuff. And um, Christopher Lloyd was amazing in it. Yeah. Other bit where he's just sitting on his seat and the guy's coming to like assassinate him, but he's got a fucking shotgun or something. Aye. Um, Christopher Lloyd's eye was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Aye, I just, again, it was an easy, fun watch. Can. And the RZA was his brother. Yeah. And that was cool. I didn't actually remember a whole lot. Did it know that someone belonged to the daughter that they take? Is that a dolly or something? Yeah. Some shit. Yeah. And that's kind of the reason that he goes after them all. Yeah. Which is brilliant. It's just a total, like, they've took my daughter's toy, so I'm just going to fucking go nuts. Yeah. I really enjoyed Nobody Like That. Almost made my top four, like. It was just like one of those films that appeared out of nowhere. There wasn't any hype around it. You just seen that, and then you seen the trailer, and you're like, "Fucking hell, this looks like it's fucking something else." And it, it's smart in a way that his character's smart. The fact that he he chose Mercy on this couple that were breaking in because he realised that they're not like affiliated with like any big gangs. But then like, he has this moment where there's like a scene where he's going around tattoo parlours because of a certain tattoo. And like Falk will know, listen to him, and or like when they see the tattoo on his wrist, actually, aye, because he recognised the couple because they had a specific tattoo, and he went around saying, "Do you recognise this?" And they didn't give a fuck. And then they see like the the playing card tattoo on his wrist, and it's like, "Oh shit!" He's like special ops, and all and fucking changes the tone, and everything gets serious. It's good. I mean, even the film ended where it was like, was it not like there is a and Christopher Lloyd in like a. Uh, an RV going off yeah going off on a wee road trip themselves and it's like I'd watch a follow up I'd I'd, I'd bring go on let's do more like okay we know that Bob Odenkirk had like a heart attack last year he could set this one out he could be there just doesn't need to be fucking killing cunts let let them do (laughs) (laughs) I've watched it once Mm -hmm. and I did quite like it I thought the 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 bus scene was quite well done yeah Uh, I've Need to rewatch it just so if I can get like re like reaffiliated with it. Uh-huh. But it was it was quite enjoyable. Again, it's can that something that's easy to watch. You didn't need to fucking think about much yet. Aye, and uh, and it's it's good when you see like the actors like say Christopher Lloyd appearing in like films like this. They have like they didn't have like a lot of screen time, but they have the day like the day good with what they have. Aye, they're used well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To transition from cunts getting their heads kicked in in a bus 
to another film where cunts are getting their heads kicked in on a bus. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Is it Ten yeah, Rings or ten, Gold Rings? Ten Rings. Ten, ten Rings. rings. Yeah. yeah. That had a fucking great bus sequence as well. Yeah. It was absolutely destroying fuck. Like the, the choreography and all this stuff going on. I was just like, what the hell? And the fact that fighting on a bus is one thing, but fighting on a bendy bus, that's next level. <laughs> Holy shits. Just the, the way the guy jumps about and then like... The, the driver's knocked out, so Aquafina has to be a bus driver, and there's all this shit going on. Then the bus bends, and the dude's got a, a big razor hand. And it's just like, oh, I was thoroughly entertained. Uh, the guy with the razor hand is fucking Baby Drago for Creed. <laughs> and, uh, oh, is it the same, uh, same act? Baby. I just thought he just had that look on his bus. And then uh, I... <laughs> he looks a bit like fucking, oh, what's his name? Is it Zangief for fucking Street Fighter? Right, aye. Aye, I think it looks a bit like... Yeah, and that was just one of these films where I was looking forward to it because I'm not really familiar with Zhang-Chi, but it kind of looked like, oh, this is going to be like MCU's take on like martial arts and like, then go see a lot of like homages like they had, like Tony Leung playing like the, the bad guy, the father. Yeah. So I've seen countless films with him in it. So it's cool to see, right, like Hong Kong actors being brought into like the MCU and how there were like sequences there was like House of Flying Daggers or Hero where yeah. he met like his wife and they're doing all this majestic wire foo fighting and uh, then you've got your your lead actor oh what was the, he calls himself Sean but it was like aye. that was his his code name which was actually just a letter extra than what his real uh, name was yeah. but it was a great character it was like also one of those Aquafina roles where she, she wasn't too annoying she's She's one of those ones where it was like Hank, I'd seen her in Crazy Rich Asians and it was just like too much. And this one, she was all right. She'd done a really great drama. I think it's Homecoming or something. And she was brilliant in that. So certain roles she's perfect in. Mm. This one was like the fine line of just comedic sidekick. And yeah, it's not the perfect Marvel movie. It was like one of those ones like, right, sure, third act, gets a bit crazy, big ass dragon comes out. And of course... Aquafina, who's like a like a car attendant at a hotel, picked up a bow one day and through a day's training, she's then managed to kill the mythical dragon that whole village has been preparing their whole lives <laughs> to mm. defeat. And it's like you, the lady that parks cars on Monday, slaying dragons on Sunday. What is this? And even like the the leader of the the ancient village, it was like the actor Yunhua, who's like in Kung Fu Hustle, and like the leader of the village gets taken out like a chump and like. He got his soul sucked to it. And said, right, okay, that dragon's dead. All their souls are going back now, right? No? Aye. I was I like, that mm. and it was just like, oh, that kind of sucked. But it was just one of these ones that was like, right, Cameron, let's go. I want to see this film and I'm using you as the excuse to go. And then the first 10 minutes is all in Mandarin and I'm paraphrasing so fast to my child. So, right, there's 10 rings, this, that, um, this, that. And there was like one bit and there was like just one line and like, let's go. And like, I got that bit, dad, it's fine. And like, okay, just watch the fights. And <laughs> it is, you feel like there's maybe loads of homages to like Jackie Chan action movies. Like all the fighting on the bamboo outside like that mysterious fight club where... Wong from Doctor Strange was there making yeah. money on the side I guess uh, I, quite, I quite liked his wee like, cameo where he turned up yeah and I love how they're actually just being fully embraced into like the Avengers like that clip at the end they're at a dinner restaurant and they're saying oh yeah we're in an ancient village there's a soul sucking dragon I killed it with a bow and the other couple was like alright they need to be pricks 
And then the fucking the mythical ring opens up and yeah. Wong steps out and is like, We need you. You're in the Avengers. There's something about those rings that's wrong. And they're just like oh, they're just being embraced fully. It's not like we just need you, girl, come here. Yeah. And they disappear. But it was great just the acting it was kind of like a father son film in the sense of his dad not really accepting him and kind of if you boil it down but just the final fight between him and his dad and the fact that he's not really a superhero he just has 10 mythical rings that makes him amazing yeah and stops him from aging uh but it's one of these ones where Fokker kind of glossing over it saying it's it's part of the Marvel formula but I just feel like it's just that wee bit different no. I was I was quite surprised about it. Like, I've never seen any of the trailers. I've never fucking followed any stuff. Where, and I was, like, when I went and I watched it, and I was actually quite surprised. And, I, and the biggest kick I got to it was when fucking uh, Ben Kingsley showed up as fucking Trevor. Yeah. Forgot about that. And I, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Because he, he was in, like, full, like, like he's like facade, like being like in like an actor sort of thing, yeah. and then he was talking to the wee fucking creature thing. Yeah, it's like a dog that looks like a footstool. Uh, <laughs> and I was fucking, I was laughing so fucking much when I seen that. Mm-hmm. I really, I was gutted. I didn't see it at the cinema. Mm-hmm. I seen it on Disney Plus. I just thought it was, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Can you look at it? it? Was bright and colourful and just, I think it would look really good on the big screen. Yeah. So just lying in my pit. In my bed, it's like this looks pretty good. Look better if it was like hundred times bigger though. But I, I mean, fuck, missed Marvel films fully. A similar formula, kind of, can. I mean, how many Marvel films is there when, uh, like, the bad guys got a suit version of what the good guys got? Mm-hmm. I mean, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Black Panther, fucking. It's only so much you can do. Uh, but I thought it was I really enjoyed it. Like. I mean, I kind of hate to get all their new characters can gone since after Endgame and that can few them and they and they kick about anyway. So I, I thought it was a good good enough um, first film for the character and that. And the fighting and everything was amazing. And I loved the wee Kami was in that too. I thought it was fucking really good. I'd definitely watch the next one. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to kind of see where it goes, like when they actually ever announce like another Avengers movie what team will be assembled at this point yeah. uh, but no it's great characters has been added I guess it kind of just shows off more their like diversity as well that they've kind of got like their like Chinese superheroes in a sense right um, The Suicide Squad I like that that was maybe my DC film of choice this year I know Zach I was about to say Zack Ryder's The Justice League, but that's a fucking wrestler. Um, what's his... Die, Zack. How did I fucking forget about the Snyder verse? Jesus. It was great. It was long. He redeemed himself, kind of. That was cool. But Suicide Squad was so much more fun. Yeah, it was a chunky film itself. Like, big cast, loads of characters. Kind of want to show it to my son, but just for, like, King Shark, still a bit... Bloody and violent, like he ripped that dude apart. Have you seen it? Uh, it ribs, and like the lassie with the rats, and like there's so many cool characters. And then you see like that dude get stabbed towards the end for Peacemaker, and it's like, uh, yeah. And I'm not saying like they did it, they made a better movie than they did three years ago, but they kind of did. It was, it was Adikin. Could you just describe it as like a dirty Guardians of the Galaxy or? 
for me, it was definitely a, a huge step up for the last Suicide Squad film because I, I didn't like that. I've never there's a kind of an extended cut, but I seen it at the cinema, the normal version, and I was like, this is new for me. Like, this isn't what I was promised. Because there's done that thing that you see in um, old Spider-Man games where all the bodies are robots, so you're no killing anybody. Like in this, they made them all the fucking rock people, some shit like that. Kind of in the first Suicide Squad, it's like so you're no killing people. It's like that. But I thought the new one, I thought it was proper funny in that. Prized by uh, John Cena because I used to think John Cena's wooden uh, as yeah. fuck, yeah. but I thought it was fucking good. Like, yeah. uh, I've I've watched the first episode of Peacemaker. Oh, um, the first three came up, came out straight away, oh. but I've only watched the first one so far. But uh, aye, I was good. Like, it's just mm. fucking, I'm just an idiot. Eh? <laughs> I've seen the is it like the opening credits on like a dance sequence. Aye, it's brilliant. Ah, yeah, it's absolutely fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's stupid as fuck. I've seen photo talking about it. But um, uh, the scene when the, the, the like when they're um, the I think the, the pals have been caught um, by the other the bad guys or some shit. They're going to the camp and they're killing everybody. But it turns out they're, they're not actually the bad guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. And uh, Idris Elba was really good. Uh, I thought he was really good. Like the fact that he was scared of rats too. Uh, um, I did too. It's on yeah. Sky News, so whenever it's been on, I've just been firing it on and watching it like. The gun has that big fucking gun that just keeps adding bits and where they're facing off against Starro, the giant fucking mm. like starfish. And it's like, fuck, I'm putting every accessory onto my gun now. And it's just the music and it's just a fucking goosebump moment where it's like, right, I'm fucking ready to shoot this thing down. <laughs> and even, I love how it's not like a complete reboot. It's just like a, a like a retry, right? We'll pull some of the same characters because you've still got Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn and... It's, she gets her own wee path in it and it's not bad at all but yeah. just that sequence of her running with like the javelin of the other dead superhero uh, to jump right into the I fucking she's been holding that javelin through the hell form because she gets given it to fucking her by like javelin yeah and, and, like, and he, like, he dies like mid-sentence uh, yeah. uh, she's trying to figure out like what fucking what... she's so like um, I can't remember, so, like give this to or, or something like that and she's like who? she's like, uh, she's like, <laughs> she's like fuck I was quite surprised by like the first like fifteen twenty minutes where like they assembled the first group of team. Yeah. And you've got obviously Pete Davidson, you've got fucking Michael Rooker. Um, uh, you've got uh, Michael Rooker. Uh, what's his name? Bo- Boomerang. Oh, uh, Captain Jack Boomerang. Aye. Uh, I was Courtney. Uh, Jai Courtney. I was, I was surprised that he was like one of the first ones uh, as well. Fucking what's that? Um, oh, weasel. Weasel. Oh. <laughs> I can't swim. Aye. But I like it was it was surprisingly fucking violent, like oh I and I, I mean it is proper like James Gunn style if you watch like say Super and Slither and all that like they are proper like mm-hmm. like violent films and that. But again, it's his type of style as well because like I was quite surprised by fucking uh, uh, David Darmashian's fucking performance. Polka dot man, uh, Polka ah dot he man was great. Was <laughs> It's that's the scene where he's in a nightclub dancing and it's like his mum uh, his mum's every single person in that club and all that yeah it, is, it, it was such a fucking great role for for him to play as well because you look to him and it's like that kind of looks stupid and you just kind of write off at a glance yeah and you just get his story what his power is his mummy issues and you're just like uh, this is amazing uh, he was brilliant like I think we've seen Starro and his mum as well. Uh, Aye. <laughs> this giant mum destroyed <laughs> the As well, like, I fucking, like, obviously with the whole, like, style of the format, like, it was a bit, like, even, what's his name? Fucking, oh, Scottish boy. Yeah, with a big brain. 
I thought I, I think I would have liked it if you got a bit more of him because he kind of just got, you know, chucked away when they got rid of the fucking, when they introduced Starro and all that. Mm-hmm. I like the whole bit where they're like, they're like attacking this big fucking site and that and like, Milton gets killed and they're having this whole conversation about who Milton is. Uh, and, uh, and like fucking, and like my girl was like, who's Milton? And she's like, oh, that Milton. And then she fucking and like starts saying it like, Idris Elba's like Milton and all that. And oh, it's fucking... I thought that hell sequence was great once they got to the, the building at the end. Um, was it Valhalla or something it was called? Aye. Something like that. Uh, it's got a weird fucking name to it. It's like a big power plant, pretty much. Yeah. Aye. It was definitely something for like Norse mythology or something like that. Yeah. But um, I, like you said a bit earlier, with King Shark, where he was like, fucking rips a guy in half. and <laughs> fucking, Even like when um, the flare starts collapsing and Idris Elba just keeps fondant for each flare. I just thought it was fucking just funny. And the, I think the fucking other, like, obviously, you're talking about like John Cena and that, and it's the scene where they're introduced to the second team and, like, they're, they're landing sleep and they wake up and, like, fucking King Shark's, like, trying to eat the wee <laughs> lassie and all that. <laughs> and then, fucking, like, John Cena appears in his tighty whites uh, and they start, like, making, like, jokes about him. Uh, I was surprised that I thought he'd be any good in that, like, because usually I think he's pretty wooden. Yeah. Um, but I was played that well. Like, I'd be interested. I'm quite looking forward to Guardians Three, like, because I like, like I love Guardians One. I thought Guardians Two. I actually dislike it more and more when I watch it. Yeah. And I just didn't can whereas about it. I just didn't like it as much as what I did when I first watched it. But I'm looking forward to this third one, like, because right. obviously you've got fucking like it was. I don't know what we call like as Guardians of the Galaxy from because you've got Thor in there. I alluded to Ah, yeah, the end uh, end game. Yeah. I am Groot Christmas special. No, it's an I am Groot TV show right. of two episodes, mm-hmm. I think. And there's a Guardians Christmas special because I thought that was this year at Christmas, and none <laughs> never appeared. So, so I think that means we had to wait longer on the film because um, I thought the Christmas special would have been out before the film. I'm sure they were looking at. It, I'm sure because of the whole like delays and stuff. I think. And they're going to go with Guardians next year because if you look at this year, this year's films, there's fucking loads of shit coming out this year. Yeah. Like again, it's like as Marvel dominating fucking everything again. Like you've got like two or three Marvel films in July. I mean, that's supposed to be the perfect time to hear them because it's the summer. Suicide Squad was amazing. I do look forward to seeing it again. It was one of those ones where it's like, will it be as good? And it's just that I shouldn't have doubted it. Like it's James yeah. Gunn. So. But no, even like music choices, it just even for some reason like they're not Colombian, but like the the government that gets overthrown, Aye. and it just the scenes like there are a fucking secretary runs through with giant boobs from one side to another, and it's like I like that choice, like completely <laughs> random. But it was like one of the like most like and again it's, it's, well it's, done. It's, again it's colourful as fuck eh? aye and it's it is it's fine like you get the bit where like, Rob, like when Margot Robbie's day in the rain we escape oh and, and all, it's all the, the yeah. like, flowers and all that aye absolute killing up but it's just so artistically like, this flourish put onto it mm. I think that's like I did uh, I rewatched the 20 the earlier one like last year and I fucking I wasn't a fan of it when I first watched it I rewatched it last year and I didn't mind it. It was alright. I mean, it wasn't as good as what it could have been. Yeah. I thought it was just, it was too, like, you know, like dark, like the colour of the setting because it was like night and stuff. Eh? Justice. 
That's and I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't really care for fucking Jared Leto's Joker like as much as he was in it, but mm-hmm. I quite liked fucking Will Smith's uh, like Deadshot and all that. Aye. And I did like like Captain Boomerang and Rick mm-hmm. Flag and all that. I just I'm not a fan of fucking CGI villains, eh? I reckon what it is. I can't remember the villain. Yeah, uh, it was exactly like the, the Queen. Same. It was like the Queen that was had like a relationship with fucking Rick Flag. She was all witchy and dancing. Uh, oh yeah. And uh, my last choice is this is a technical one. It's the Danish film Another Rounds with Mads Mikkelsen. That, that's technically a twenty twenty film, but it was like July twenty twenty one when it got its theatrical release. So to me it counts. But there's it's a great film where four uh, like high school teachers come across like a theory that your life could be like you'll enjoy your life a lot better if you kinda maintain a constant amount of like alcohol in your blood. Like kinda if you're always drunk we'll be happy, but it's like a certain amount in your blood level so they decide to have an experiment and decide right our water bottles will now have like vodka in them and we'll always set a timer to make sure we have a swig to always have the right amount of alcohol level raised in our blood and it, it's it's brilliant it's just this great laugh it, it's again it's like most films where it's great at first but do it a little bit too much mm. it gets a wee bit wobbly but they just try all these different theories and say, right, let's one day, let's just take in as much as we can and see what happens. And they get this, this like, let's say absinthe, and then they get this ice cube and they do it with an orange peel and they make this really, like, decadent-looking drink. And Mads Mikkelsen's supposed to be going on, like, a camping trip with his family and he's like, I can't. It looks lovely, but fuck, I, I need to go. And they're all there with their tumblers and fancy ice cubes going, oh, come on. And he comes in, and they all drink it, and then it's just this montage of drinking more drinking and one of the guys like they're all at his house and his wife said to him before they left is like right mind I need fresh fish for tea in the morn that's the only thing yeah you could have a drink but fresh fish for tea in the morn like cool and they're all sitting drinking playing guitars like a wee montage and they're just getting more wasted every different shot and then they realise fuck I need to get food I need to get fresh fish and he gets to the shop and it's like they're in co-op and they're falling over, like they've just washed the floor and they're all slipping, falling over because they're absolute hammered. And the guy's like, where's your fresh fish? And he's like, oh, we're all finished. It's uh, frozen. No, I need fresh fish. And he's holding the guy, grabbing by the shirt, fresh fish. <laughs> and they're just falling over into displays and he's like, oh, we need to ask you to leave. And they're just staggering down the street, cut to the, they're on a pier trying to catch a fish. And the music teacher just jumps in, <laughs> jumps off the fucking pier <laughs> to catch one. And then they're all in a bar and the fucking music teacher's in his fucking, in his whiteies and vest, like, with a blanket wrapped around them and they're all playing music. And it's just, it's, it comes across as a really good feel-good film. And then, like, the second half of it becomes more serious. But it does, it like, Mads Mikkelsen's, like, life does kind of improve because... He's no enjoying his job. Uh, he's bad at teaching, but when he's a wee bit drunk, he ha- kind of has more fun with students. They start enjoying his lessons. Uh, his wife has like an interest in him, and again, his kids are happier to see him. But it's got, a, I just remember, it's got a really dark bit of trivia to it, whereas the director's daughter was supposed to be in the film because it's all of her classmates that are used in the movie. And she died in like a car accident two days into production. 
So it's like one of these ones <clears> where like, I think in the story that there should have been a daughter and it's just two sons. I think that's what the strain on the relationship was like the, the death of the daughter got worked into it or became part of it. And it just like, this is bleak. But it's like, I feel like 80% actually a really good film, but the serious moments come and there's a moment at the end, I'm just like, just greeting like an absolute mess. <laughs> and it's just, it's just like kids singing. Just, and they're like, <laughs> and it's like, they can't finish the film like this. It's not fair. And then it, the end of the film is brilliant. Random as fuck. It's like the kids have all passed like their exams, thanks to the teachers. So these big like military style lorries come up and all the students get in the back of them, putting on sailor caps, drinking champagne. They all go off to like a fancy restaurant to get pissed. And they get there and the teacher shows up and they're like, oh, it's all thanks to you. And they give them a drink. And Mad Mickelson for about three minutes does an interpretive dance sequence where he just runs, jumps, swings around the lamppost, jumps over benches, slides under it, fucking throws himself back, starts doing flips and stuff in front of all the pupils down in booze. And they're just like, this is the happy note they're sending me out. And I don't love it. It's just like, <laughs> like, it was 10 minutes ago, I was in tears and now it's like absolute joy because it's just, I don't know what's happened. I think his wife texts him and she likes him again, but look at him, he's so <laughs> she, happy. She got the fresh fish. <laughs> And it was just one of these things where, like, oh, fucking hell. And it just stuck with me. It's like, watched it, like, February last year, and I just, like, cannot stop fucking thinking about this film. And it's the same director for his other big one I did, The Hunt. Aye. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, The Hunt was really that. good. And it's just the same director, Maz <clears throat> Mickelson, and it's just, ah. Oh. And I, I just bought it last week, and it's like, right, I finally got my PlayStation back off my boys. I could watch movies again. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to check it out again. It's just one of these ones. I know what's coming, but I just enjoy watching it. Uh, so I've heard um, good things about that. Like, there's a few um, like movie groups and that. I'm on Facebook and people were raving about that. Um, it's on Sky now as well. Is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Brilliant. Mm. I'll add that to my recordings on Sky. Uh, <laughs> just for that dance Because uh, <laughs> you were trying to get me to watch it for a while now. I've still not watched it yet, but I watched his other one, Raider of the Justice. Uh, we are that's like a revenge kind of film I've heard that's good uh, as well it's actually quite good I'm I'm sure I, I wonder if a couple of the actors are in it are the same actors that are in this and I think I recognise one of them one, one or two of them from The Hunt as well because right. I watched The Hunt last year just because I was curious mm-hmm. and, uh, and I mean like the plot's fucking plot's dark as fuck and, uh, and the, the film was actually really good right. And, uh, and again, it's, it's Maz Mickelson, eh? it's, it's quite getting a lot of stuff now. I still notice that, like, what was the one that might have done, like, the Valhalla Rising or something? It's like a fucking, it's like a Viking film or something, or it's, it's like early 2000s and it's like, also it's in like Damien as well, but it's supposed to be pretty good. But I might start checking out a bit more of his films, because some of his stuff's actually pretty decent. Yeah, it is good, like. Makes interesting choices. Yeah, uh, I mean... Hannibal was fucking brilliant. I never finished Hannibal, eh? And I fucking, I really liked the first season, eh? Yeah, never Hannibal was good, it. like, enjoyed it. All right, so let's move on to the far quicker section of worst film of 2021. <laughs> we'll go in reverse order. I'll get mine's out right now. Home Sweet Home Alone. Judging by the trailer, I 
think that if I'd seen this film, this would have been Marlon as well, because it looked fucking awful. I know. I wanted. Uh, part of me was like, I wanted to give it a fair try, and like, there's the linked into the universe because like one of the McAllisters was now a cop, and it's, like, it's the little British kid from Jojo Rabbit. No, not the one in the attic. The other one, the cheery fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got him, and now he's got an American family for some reason, and I wanted to like it. I mean, the villains are no really villains. It's, oh, I can't mind. It's the hotel manager from the new Tom and Jerry movie and that lassie from The Office are a couple who are having financial difficulties and they realise they have a collection of old creepy dolls which they were gifted to like, from his mum. And one of the dolls is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're convinced the little kid's stolen the toy and because the kid recognises it's worth millions. And they're like... We go off to break in his house and steal our doll back because we need it to sort our financial troubles. So they're not crooks. They're just people in a tight spot. Yeah, they're just doing the yeah. luck. And this kid's like convinced. Uh, I can't remember. I think he mixes them up for someone else. Like he thinks there is people breaking the house because he's home alone. How did they get home alone? He fell asleep in a car because he thought, right, we're going to take the car to the airport. But no, they took an Uber. And he was left in the back seat of his car in the garage. So that's how he got left. So oh. the parents no notice that the child wasn't there. They took different Ubers. And yeah. I'm assuming so, I'm assuming the doors weren't locked either. Oh, he was in the in the garage, which was like, of course, it's America, so it's uh, joint onto the house. Onto so the he house. just opens the door, and then he's like, "I'm home alone," and he's doing like remakes <laughs> of fucking Scarface, yeah, with, with like fucking M and M's and M and M's instead of cocaine and. Like those really strange CGI shots of like bouncing onto a trampoline and then huge CGI finish where it goes flying and fucking nearly dies. And but it is, it's the one they, they take the easy route where they're like, right, he's wetted the path and the couple's trying to get over the wall to get into the house, but the path's slippy and they struggle. You're trying to push the woman's trying to push the husband over the wall, and of course, he farts in her face, and it's like. Come on, he's are clever than that. Didn't he just do the uh, fart gag and like 10 minutes of getting over the wall and then realise there's a gate like fucking two blo- like just next door and that they could have seen. And it was like too many jokes too often and then they get mm. into the house and it's a black family. They're in the wrong house. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, like shots at the end where the doll's thrown across the room and everyone's doing giant slow motion no, to go get and fucking manages to hit every part of the house before they hit the floor and they tried hard that's thing and they've got like an Alexa system but it's called Homebot and it only speaks German for some reason I think I'll get a mess oh yeah <laughs> like I've no seen it and Michelle doesn't really watch much films Michelle decided to watch this one day when I was at work and she told me not to watch it and she loves like the first two Home Alones. Yeah, oh, the first and two I, are amazing, uh, absolutely amazing. So she was like, "Then you watch it, then you do it for yourself." I was like, "Right, that's fair enough. I'll no bother watching it." Because again, it does look fucking terrible. And I've seen people actually having this at the bottom of their like, like the worst of the year on it, and they're saying it is that same. It's fucking a kid that's fucking brutalizing a couple that are trying to sort themselves out. Again, they're not actually actually criminals. Yeah. And uh, so it's like you can't actually cheer when they get hurt, sort of thing. It's almost like a reverse thing. Whereas when it was the old, when it was the old one, it was simple. They were crooks. They were trying to break in. So aye, 
watch him fucking getting hit by a blow, uh, blowtorch. And, ah, that's funny as fuck. Because mm-hmm. the first two are violent as any. Oh, I, mean, I, I love know, it. I know. That yeah. is my favourite bit. Ah, the second the one, second the, brick, one the, the bricks are the fucking best bit. Like, no matter how many times I've fucking seen it, that first brick hits and I'm in fucking bits in the flare like. The, the outline on his face. Aye, yeah. aye. The, the, the bricks and the bit when he gets electrocuted. Oh, yeah. Are the two. Uh, I can't even laugh. I can't even yeah. aye. It's the noises, mate. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I just can't even laugh. When, that's when he turns the power arm and he goes to the one knee, like, oh. It <laughs> 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 fucking kills me. Aye, is it no buzz or something that's in the Aye, new yeah. Because he gets like a call saying, oh, um, there's an alarm going off and the, the alarm system all the houses is used is McAllister Security. So the kid for Home Alone went on to become like a massive home security tech guru and is like, no, no, that's my kid brother who's super successful. He always does prank calls on this night to get me to go to houses. We left him at Home Alone a long time and he goes and explain what Home Alone is to the guy on the radio and he's like, we all know what it is. Yeah. Don't need to tell us. Especially if somebody's committed to watch... Would you feel better if they brought back the old man with the shovel? If he was still alive? I don't, I don't know if he's dead, but I'm assuming because he was old. He, he looked probably. fair old in the, in the first movie, yeah. but um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone that kind of plays that role. Because in the second one, you've got the pigeon movie. Exactly. Yeah. Aye. Um, but nah, he's got an earth gun. <laughs> But it was one of these ones where, it's like, yeah, I'd probably rather watch the Paw Patrol movie again before this one. That was kind of my second one, but that's uh, taken. That was, was easier to stomach. Didn't hurt my feelings watching it. Did you watch it with the Burns? Yeah, it was like it was. I was up at the mother-in-law's on a Sunday, and like, I'll like, put something on. It's like this, and like Margaret got so far in and just left the room, just walked out <laughs> the house. That's you bad for the house, though, eh? So it was just like, no, nah, I'm done. Just walked to it. And I was like, nah, I'll, I'll turn around. I'll get better. It's got to get better. <laughs> when it comes Please to credits, get better. it'll get better. It'll get better. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm the only one in the living room. Everyone else has left. I'm like, come on. You could redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Okay, Mike, uh, you're next. My one is the Netflix produced Thunder Force. Because I didn't remember what that yeah. was when you told me it. So please explain it's for the audience. It's like a fucking, it's almost like a superhero type film with Octavia Spencer, Melissa McCarthy, Jason Bateman. And yeah, it's just, it's fucking. I mean, the thing is, I, I, like Octavia, I like Octavia Spencer, I like Jason Bateman. Fuck. I even like Bobby Cannavale and some of these stuff. <laughs> I fucking hated this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so fucking bland. Like, Jason Bateman's got, like, fucking crab fingers, like, crab claws for hands. This is horrible. And, I, and it's, like, it's fucking hot, like, it's, it's Melissa McCarthy in spandex and all, and it's, like, it's just a bad choice for a film. Right. And, I, like, it's definitely one that I would not recommend. It's fucking, yeah, it's definitely fucking, definitely avoidable. And I, I think I would have actually preferred watching Home Street Home Alone, I think. Aye. I wonder, I wonder should I do a back to back and see Picking nah, up nah, poisons. <laughs> nah, it's fucking, because it's, it's, it's like general like fucking comic book superhero shit, so like they have like superpowers almost kind of thing, mm-hmm. and like, they're all strong and that, but like Bobby kind of always like the fucking crime kingpin. Alright. I can't remember what his fucking name is or what his thing is, but 
there's like a, a scene in the restaurant where fucking she's trying to have dinner with Jason Bateman. He's got these crab claws and all that, and she's trying to fucking like eat them and all, and I'm like, like eat his hands. I think so. I'm sure. Or she's trying to do something with them anyway. It's like I'm a like, bedroom scene where it's like she brings butter and stuff and <laughs> <laughs> butter and bread and that. Mm. I don't think so, but. I'm even going to bother checking it out again because I don't know what I see it again. Do no. you think she would have to put his hands in boiling water first before she eats them? Or I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm I don't know. We bit invested in this now. Comes in at the house for about a foreplay with a pair of crackers. Do <laughs> like, you right, just put the last that bands on? No, no, you just keep to yourself. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, you sometimes wonder when like actors and actresses like make these type of films. Is this uh, for me or is this for my mortgage? <laughs> Actually, I think the person you need to ask is fucking Bruce Willis because he's putting a film out every week. Aye. Yeah. Well, you've got your ass does. There's a different. Bruce ah, Willis. I know, I know. <laughs> in the Bruce Willis section. <laughs> there is. There's, <laughs> there's a Bruce Willis section. There has to be, yeah, like. kind of wonder, like, what he fucking. Like, he doesn't need to be kind of made of money. Like, he made all his money in the 80s and 90s. Maybe he dodged the tax man and now they've caught well. Uh, it's like, ah, right, I'll work against my will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be happy about it. You'll be able to tell in the film. Because there's no like <laughs> talks of like fucking a diehard prequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, it's not like without him. I was gonna be like, um, it was gonna. I think he was gonna be like the sort of bookend to it, right. kind of be at the start and at the end. And someone when he was younger was gonna tie into something that was happening now or some shit like that. From what I read, um, but I don't think that's happening anymore. Anyway. Yeah, because nobody God. wants to work with Bruce. I Willis. remember when oh there was a fucking a. A company were like teasing like a diehard thing on Twitter, and like folk thought it was like a trailer for a new film or a TV show, and it was a fucking TV advert for like batteries. Aye, I minded that because uh, I was like, oh holy shit, there's a new diehard film that I've never even heard about happening, uh, and it was it was batteries or something. Uh, I was just so fucking so. I mean, I wasn't as pissed as what I was watching the last diehard film, but I, I was going to say that I, was, I remember nothing about the last diehard yeah. film. Part of it was in Russia. I didn't even yeah. think I liked four that much either. Uh, I didn't mind four. Um, we, we were at cinema and seen the fourth yeah. one. Eh? I didn't mind it as much. It's a popular name now, but I always they're needed day one last one and call it Old Habits Die Hard because that's the best fucking name they could uh, use. Because is that not like the whole plan for the new the, the last Fast and Furious film? They're going to call it Fast Ten Your Feet Belt Seat Belts. Yeah. And supposedly they want to get fucking Matt Damon in it. What happened to them stealing DVD players at the back of trucks in the first film? I know, film? I know. It's... Now they're in space. The thing is, it's like, like <laughs> I went I went to cinema and seen Hobbs and Shaw and I actually quite liked Hobbs and Shaw. I, 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 again, it never took itself seriously, which is why it worked. Mm. You know, you had like the rock holding onto a fucking helicopter with his fucking arm and all that and it's like, it's not taking itself seriously. So yeah, you are going to believe it. And to be fair, like, Jason Statham and The Rock were pretty decent in it. Mm. And even, like, Idris Elba was, like, the... Like, Idris Elba was, like, the bad guy in it, which was quite good. But, fucking, like, the last few ones have been pretty fucking awful, like... Nah. Right, I was going to pick a film called The Stairs, but then I realised nobody's seen The Stairs because it's just some really, really cheap direct fucking, not even video, direct the toilet film. <laughs> I watched it last week and it was fucking terrible. So I've picked um, Old from uh, M. Night Shalamalami. Um <laughs> I mean, that could be classic racist, but I... Oh, uh, I finish. 
<laughs> I just think I pronounce his last name, if I'm honest. But I, I do it to myself every time. I'm like, oh, he's got a new follow I quite liked his first couple. This is going to be good. No. <laughs> um, it's about a family that go to a beach for the day and they age like rapidly. Like the, the whole life's in the course of a day. Um, and I like stuff that's kind of, oh, it's got here a good twist ending and that. I kind of, it's not. I guess it's going to hear a twist ending, whether it's good or not, it's a different matter altogether. But I was looking forward to it. I even had that pre ordered everything to buy. Um, Cancelled that shit after I seen it. Like, <laughs> um, It was just bland, man. It was just nothing. It was just. I didn't, I didn't like anybody in it. No likeable characters. I didn't feel. Did you go to the cinema and see it? Uh, nah, I managed to catch it online. Oh, um, which I'm glad I didn't spend any money on it mm-hmm. I would have went to the cinema I think it was maybe during oh, lockdown or something um, but ah oh, it was just rubbish man it was just I can't even really remember exactly what the ending was apart from that it was shite mm-hmm. I'm sure it was just like that I couldn't have possibly guessed that because that's dumb as fuck um, I like the, the twist is like fucking. No, it's like a lab or something like that. They're doing experiments. Or something. Aye, I thought it, like the fucking twist is all like political shit and all that, you know. Aye. And it's just like I, could, like, I watched it and be fair, like I, I liked it better than what I thought it was gonna be. Like I heard like a lot of mixed reviews. Like I remember when it came out and there's like that John Barrowman put up a video online about saying that he actually went halfway into the form and like demanded a refund because it was that like, shit. <laughs> like what kind of fucking dickhead does that? That's a bit much. And I, and like I was watching it, and I feel like I think the, the the idea and the fucking the premise, the fact that they're aging rapidly is good, but well, that's again, what that's what dragged me into it. Can I was like, I like the idea of that. Can but I thought it was a wee bit uncomfortable with the fucking the two teens like fucking in the tent and that. Aye, the tent. Like, I was just a wee bit, a wee bit on the nose. Aye, because they're they're still children in their mind. Aye, and it was like this is Nick. This is a bit, uh, yeah. bit dodgy. Uh, it's I thought that too. I was like, "This is even though it's teenagers playing them." Uh, and I mean, of of course, he's in the film he sells as the fucking. Ah, he's a guide or someone is. No uh, takes him there or some. Yeah, he's the, like he's one of the reasons behind it and stuff. But again, like I, I, I thought the twist kind of ruined it a lot. I, I thought if it was a better twist, I maybe would have enjoyed it a bit more. Aye, me too. I just I've been. <laughs> The bit where the fucking woman had the tumour and like it showed you like how it grew at astronomical rate because of the fucking thing on the beach. No. And then the fact that for them to get like because it was almost like you were in like a video game, you couldn't go past. Aye, it was a like a visible wall sort of thing. But then you just go under a glitch. Aye. And it's like, all right, okay. I mean, the thing is, I like some of these films, um, and then. He kind of gets me back on board, and then he brings out someone that I'm like, ah. Oh, sure. I mean, I thought I thought Split was really good. Uh, I, I thought I quite liked Glass as well. I thought Glass wasn't too bad. Uh, I liked the visit. Um, I still not seen that. I saw him in the we Barons go to the Grands. Uh, uh, I've still not I seen like that. that one. But um, I mean, I even I even like the happening because it's ridiculous. I didn't like it. I like to watch it. If that makes sense. Aye, like, just because uh, I've, I've still not seen it, I've seen folk talking about it, it's like, a lot of folk get that mixed up with the mist. Aye. And, I, and I've like, I've never seen the mist, but I've seen the ending explained that I didn't see the film. Uh, I didn't actually like the happening, but I like watching it, because it's ridiculous. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg, just be Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> um, 
Bye. Ugh. I said I, I haven't seen worse films in it this year, but nobody will have seen them. They're just like they're not even in the the, the shape back as does. They're not even in the Bruce Willis <sighs> but as does. Nah, I mean um, like I've watched fucking I watched that censor and a lot of people talking about it, and I and I just I just thought I was born for like an eighty five minute film. I was just like bored, and I just wasn't even like the last. 10, 15 minutes is pretty good but that's about it yeah. and I, I just didn't think it was that good a film that was another one that I've immediately watched but just never mm. never done it yet well on that note gentlemen we've ran out of time <laughs> I've been text like come pick up your children two minutes ago <laughs> like alright there's probably a better point than any but unless we just do our film 2022 and we just say the names and don't say why I mean, I'm looking forward to Clerks 3, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Jackass Forever. Ah. Mike, what about you? Um, where is my three? Ambulance. Right. Uh, what's his name? Fucking... Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal and is it Yaya Abdul-Mateel, whatever his name is. Aye. That's um, right. The Northman. Okay. And uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Ah, yeah. Because I do like Ran the Rock. I love Ran, Ran the Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go for The Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a lot of, uh, I think uh, Pattinson's going to be good in that. Like, across the Spider-Verse, because I absolutely love um, In the Spider-Verse. And I did hear one film in here, but I remembered another film. Um, Evil Dead Rise. Or Evil Dead Rises. Evil Dead Rise. Okay. Um, which is an Evil Dead film. But it's set in a block of flats. Oh, so to me, that sounds like Demons 2 or Wreck or something like that, which sounds fucking awesome. Nice. So I'm up for that. Neighbours Campbell, obviously, but I could, I'll, I'll survive. All right, well, thank you both very much for joining us. No, joining us. Uh, for joining me today to talk about these films. And yeah, ladies and gentlemen, fuck off and tune in next week.